Hello and welcome to another episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. I am your host, Lori A. Andros. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life. It is a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom, reconnect with your authentic self, and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring what it means to live a soul-led life. We will talk about sacred practices, ceremony, ritual, and dive into in the now, crystal wisdom and insight. Along the way, you will discover practical ways to bring the sacred into your everyday life. So grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back. I am Laurie Andrus, and welcome to this episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. Yes, you are in the right place. I know many of you are familiar with this podcast as being the Crystal Shaman Life podcast, but if you happen to catch episode 100, you know that um, there was a conversation about changing the name and um, this point of transition that has been unfolding. Um, If you've listen to, oh, maybe episode 98, 99, 100, those three episodes really focused on conversation regarding change and transformation and evolution and um, how we take that journey, how we experience it. And I shared with you some of the changes that have been unfolding for me personally, and then rippling into my work. So one of those ripples is in the area of this podcast and the name of this podcast. So being that this is episode 101, um, I want to dive in today and share a couple things. Um, I know many of you are have been here for a while and many of you are new to this podcast. And so if you're new, welcome, we're thrilled to have you here. And if you've been here for a while, some of you all the way back to episode number one, Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's really a deep joy and a great honor to um, be on this journey with you. In today's episode, what I want to do is I want to first just really honor that we are opening a door into, into a place of new beginning. And new beginnings are really beautiful opportunities to lay foundation within our own lives and lay foundation in in so many different ways. And there's been a transition that's unfolded. And you know, it's funny because yesterday I was trying to record this episode and it just was not coming together. And then in the evening, I received a phone call from a friend and she asked me a question um, about my transition from the schools to being self-employed. And she was wondering about some of the different emotions that perhaps I experienced. And she was noticing some things coming up for her. And she was at uh, the point of an anniversary, we'll say. Um, it's been a year since she left her career and has uh, become self-employed. And she was just, you know, recognizing some things. And so we had this conversation about the honoring 
what is complete and recognizing that part of the moving forward and making change and transformation and, you know, um, committing to the work that we know deep within our soul we are here to do, um, it requires us to step into sacred space, step into sacred practice and honor it at a different level than the place of our mind, than the place of um, our linear consciousness. Because when we step into that sacred place, We step out of story, drama, the ways that um, the old beliefs that we've had. We begin to recognize the belief for what it was, that how it served us, how it's held space for us, how it's played a role in our lives. And we can begin to shift that from a different level. We can begin to open up space for the next piece, the next what is what we're stepping into in our lives. And I think throughout our lives, each of us experiences many, many changes and transformations. We heal and evolve and grow and come to know ourselves more and more intimately. And the more intimately we know ourselves, the more we look for opportunities and ways that we can more, we can express ourselves in ways that feel aligned, that feel Um, connected with how we've come to know ourselves a little bit differently. I find the timing of this um, transition to be really fascinating. It's in the spring season. It's just after um, the celebration of Easter. We're just before the midpoint of the season of um, spring. And personally, I'm in the midst of teaching a class on death, dying, and rebirth, um, a, an advanced class to uh, my students from shaman school, um, the graduates of my shamanic training program. And we are diving into that topic of how do we allow ourselves to be complete with one chapter and open the door powerfully to the next one. And it's funny because it's had me take even yet a deeper dive into how can I elegantly honor the journey that I've taken to arrive here, honor what is complete and receive the gifts from what has been um, my journey thus far and open the door to this this next chapter. It's really been deeply interesting. Um, And there was no coincidence to my friend's phone call yesterday, the timing of that. I mean, it's it's up for me personally, but I think this is really up on a collective level as well. I think what has unfolded through COVID, through lots of other global events, um, I think we are at a place of real consideration regarding how we want to personally and collectively move forward. What is it that we are wanting and ready to create in our lives? What kind of experiences? What kinds of relationships? How do we want to work? How do we want to show up? How do we want to be of service? How do we want to to experience life? All of this is being reconsidered. 
And I think, you know, there's certain points that each of us will meet this reconsideration of what are what what is important to us. The we reevaluate, we explore on intimate levels. And um, I think for me personally, and I think for many people right now, perhaps you can relate. Uh, we are experiencing a time of just reflect reflection and reorganizing and coming into new alignment. That's a powerful thing to come into a place of new alignment. Um, we're not going to talk about this in this episode, but next week we'll dive into what was the stone of the month for the month of April, or what is, we're still in April, <laughs> um, and we will be next week. But uh, the stone of the month was copper, is copper, and copper is an activator, and it calls us into alignment. And if you're noticing that within yourself, it's a really, it, it would serve you well to get a hold of a piece of copper and begin working with it, carrying it. You know what? It could be as simple as a penny in your pocket, but a penny before 1982 because the copper content changes in the years, the following years. <laughs> but let yourself just start carrying that around and notice how you begin to come into new alignment with you and your hopes and your dreams, and you allow them to bloom in your life because that's really what we're doing right now. We're looking at how can we allow our hopes and dreams to bloom. So the next place I'd like to go in today's conversation is that I actually would really like to share a bit about myself. It sounds like a funny thing because I often talk about myself in, in this podcast, but I want to give you a bit of my background and just a bit of an overview of my journey now, know that this is seriously super abbreviated, as would be for anyone's journey trying to condense into a couple minutes. <laughs> but but um, I want to share with you, you know, kind of the, the little reel of why, why, why the sacred is important to me, why meeting in sacred space holds significance to me. So here we go. Um, I'm an artist, I am a ceremonial guide, and a wisdom teacher. I love to travel. I, surprise, have visited all 50 states. Yes, I have. <laughs> um, and guess what? I've also driven to all but one of the 48 continental states, um, which is uh, the one that I have not driven to is South Carolina. So close. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have traveled also to Hawaii and Alaska. I spent three months in Hawaii during graduate school. I did one of my um, one of my clinical rotations at a hospital um, in Kona, and I have relatives in Alaska. So I visited up there when I was young, and I have also been up there um, since uh, in the last like last 10 years. And it is one of my dreams, one of my desires to sometime in the not too distant future, drive to Alaska um, with Chris and, uh, and our camper. So that's on the list. <laughs> um, I am a spiritual seeker. I, that is really at the core. So I'm an artist. I am 
a, I have a love for travel. I have a love for being in nature. But at the very core, I am deeply, deeply um, inspired by and curious about and have a longing to learn about spirituality, sacred practice, ritual. I am interested in a multitude of spiritual traditions and lineages. I love to celebrate and observe and experience in beautiful, rich ways. And I draw upon my background as um, my, my Catholic roots and my, my training, my formal training in shamanism um, as pathways for deeper connection and really ultimately looking for that space of how, how can we open the door to our own voice of inner wisdom. And I really think that's the, the spiritual journey, like the place we are seeking, is how do we open that place of connection? And connection being within ourselves, being with spirit, being with divine, having understanding, and, um, and being able to trust our own inner wisdom and knowing to connect with our intuitive nature, to live that in meaningful ways. Now, I think that shows up for everyone a little bit differently. And it's important that we, we honor what feels and is in alignment. Um, I find that... Uh, for me, what has really, um, really been significant to me has been earth-based spirituality. And, you know, I'm remembering some, a piece that uh, I did not actually put into, into my notes here, but it's, it's a meaningful one. And it's one that I want to share. And it, um, for me, when I learned this piece about my lineage, I understood my own desire to really, uh, to experience, to understand, to learn from, to celebrate um, many spiritual paths. And uh, I come from a lineage of, as a child, I grew up knowing I was Catholic. Um, but much later in my life, I learned that um, there was a part of my lineage spirituality that was lost. And that part that was lost was actually that of a free thinker. And um, those of you who are familiar, there was actually a free thinkers church, the Bohemian free thinkers. Um, my, that is my lineage. My lineage was free thinking, was to, um, to really step back from really identifying with any one faith and opening up the space to honor and acknowledge all, and then really come to a place of our own decision as to what is in alignment. Discovering that aspect of my lineage really gave me freedom to embrace my eclectic nature and my love for many different facets of life. So shifting into my formal training or formal education, that is in the areas of psychology and occupational therapy. 
I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, a master's degree in occupational therapy, and I practiced as an occupational therapist for about seven years working in a local school district. Um, I do draw on those skills and that knowledge base, that's that um, deeper understanding as I work with clients, as I offer programs, there's a foundation that was set within that course of study and within um, within my practice that helped me to really understand um, intuition in new ways, understand um, development, understand uh, relationship with self um, and deep presence. And what I now call embodiment um, I would have looked at that a little bit differently as a, as a therapist, but there's many different pieces that have come forward um, from that foundation into the work that I do. Um, as, as an artist, I love to look at things creatively. I find that creative spaces, creative places, um, allowing our creative energy to be alive and active is essential for creating and co-creating our reality and our experience and how we want to um, experience life. I also have a formal training that began um, in shamanism in 2007, but prior to that, um, I I was studying uh, locally with a woman um, who practiced both Celtic shamanism and um, North American tradition traditions of shamanism, and she ran a regular journey, uh, like a week, like a monthly monthly journeying circle. Um, I participated in that. She also offered vision quests, um, sweat lodges, and also participated in that. And she was one of my very first shamanic healing experiences. Um, she was the very first shamanic healer that I went to. And that really activated something within me. It opened up um, it opened up a desire to explore my spirituality at a new level. And I formally started studying shamanism with the Four Winds Society in 2007, um, studied with them, took absolutely every class I could take. <laughs> um, and then when I was complete, I, I joined their um, teaching staff um, for a year and was an assistant um, with them for a year year and a half maybe, I guess, um, a little bit longer than a year. But uh, that was wonderful too. And it really helped me to understand uh, their teachings, the ways that they interpreted, and wove together psychology and um, the practice of, of earth-based spirituality uh, into many different ways. I have traveled to Peru several times um, on those journeys. I have done, I've participated in both organized, um, structured types of, you know, um, experiences. And then I've also done independent study and travel and experiencing, experiencing these sacred lands that they are and really allowing myself to, to learn and integrate and embody the work, um, embody the medicine, understand it and let it let it weave in my world. Um, 
Throughout this time, my work has had many, many incarnations, many evolutions, <laughs> um, different aspects of how I regard spirituality, the tools that I utilize, um, the ways that I relate to life. Uh, they have come for different aspects of that have come forward um, at different times. And ultimately, that place of um, how do we create sacred space? How do we how do we meet within sacred space? How do we allow that to be the place for growth and expansion and self discovery? Ah, that has always been at the core. Um, I talked a bit about being an artist. I talked a bit about my love for travel. I have a love for the land, love for connecting with the earth through ceremony and ritual and just simply tending to it, honoring it. A couple of years ago, my husband and I uh, purchased land up way up north in upper Michigan. Um, we have this sweet little spot uh, where we spend our summer and enjoy just being being deeply connected to the land, working with it and um, and experiencing it in new and meaningful ways. Um, I also work with crystals and stones. This ties in with my artistry um, from the place of you know, creating jewelry. Uh, I have been creating jewelry for as long as I can remember. Um, when I was very little, my mother took me to um, classes uh, where I learned how to macrame. My mom also would pull out macrame um, in the evenings, and we'd sit and work together with these little boards, and uh, it was so much fun. Um, I really learned how to make jewelry as a child and my style and um, process and method are definitely informed by by the the things that I really enjoyed from a creative aspect as a child I allow my um, my creative energy to really flow working with crystals and stones and working with fiber um, to to create beautiful adornments. Um, I've also begun weaving in stones that I purchase or find along my travels. Um, so many of the pieces that I create will feature some of those. Uh, and just having fun, letting, letting that be a manner of expression. But beyond that, there's also a piece of the healing element, the, the, the healing energy that comes forward with the crystals and stones, the medicine that they bring to the world at different times and the ways that they want to have a voice and share and express. And so very often uh, that you will find podcast episodes here where I will talk about the wisdom and messages from particular stones um, and what they want to share. And each year I do an annual crystal forecast where we sink in and tune into what crystals and stones are showing up as allies for the coming year. And this is a lot of fun. We do this in December and um, it's also a place where we deep dive in the sanctuary membership circle. We dive deeper into how that 
is playing out as we work with the energy of the moon cycles and um, sink into some ceremony and sacred practice and allow those uh, crystals and stones to be allies for, for life. Now, this leads me to what you can expect on the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. You can expect crystal wisdom and messages. Messages that speak to in the now energy. That messages that are channeled directly from the crystals and stones, speaking to the community here. The wisdom that wants to come forward and how the crystals are ready to be worked with and the, the energy, the vibration that they're carrying for humanity at certain times. The next thing is practical ways to bring the sacred into your everyday life. This is so important to me. <laughs> I remember years ago making a statement to one of my mentors about wanting to feel like I am living within ceremony, like my life is one big ceremony. And every part of what I do is sacred. The good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, all of it being sacred, recognizing that place of this, the sacred within it. And for me, that really prompted a journey to discover ways that I can bring sacred practice, sacred awareness, sacred presence into what I had been regarding as the mundane. And this is really one of the places that I come from in life and in this podcast. So you can expect to hear some really subtle and beautiful ways that you can bring more sacred presence into your daily life. Uh, we will be talking about ceremony and ritual. We will be talking about um, some of the ways that they are, there's a little nuance between them, the differences, how both play a different role in our lives. We will also have conversations with thought leaders and inspiring individuals who are living their magic, living in alignment with their magic. And I am really excited about this. Actually, I have a series of individuals lined up for um, interviews. So those will be coming out. I think uh, my sense is that it'll probably be about one a month um, that we'll have a nice, nice conversation and um, beautiful sharing in that way. Um, the next piece is finding meaningful ways to deepen your relationship with you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. And the last piece that I have on here is finding ways to bring more meaning into your life, to live more wholly aligned with your hopes, your dreams, your visions, the ways you long to experience life. That can be your relationship with the earth, relationship with others, your career, so many different facets. Yeah. Ah, I'm very excited about what uh, Meet Me in Sacred Space 
is opening up and the evolution of this. I truly hope that you will continue to join me if you've been here for um, been here with me along the way. And it is my hope that uh, if this is the first episode you're catching, that you will join us as well. I thank you for being here. Um, and here is where you can learn more about me. You can learn about me uh, over at my website, lauriaandress.com. There you will find uh, an opportunity to sign up for the Inner Wisdom Collection. This is a collection of um, podcast episodes, a guided meditation, a coloring page. Yes, it's something I drew, um, a crystal coloring page, and uh, just a wonderful combination, um, a nicely curated collection of some really great information to support you in connecting with your inner wisdom. Um, also you can find me over on Facebook, uh, same and Instagram. Both of my accounts are under my name, Lori A. Andrus. Um, and I'd love for you to join me if you feel inspired or ready to step in deeper. The sanctuary is a wonderful place to step in. This, um, is a membership circle for individuals who are, really ready to claim their vision for life, soulful visionaries who are uh, wanting to attune to and live according to the cycles of the natural cycles. So we work with the moon cycles, the seasonal cycles, who are ready to explore their inner wisdom at yet a deeper level and want to work with the crystals and stones as allies for that deeper relationship. And you can find that over on my website as well, lauriaandress.com forward slash sanctuary. All right. So with that, my sacred friend, I thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to connecting you with connecting with you in our next episode when we will talk about the April crystal of the month, which is copper. Okay, I know it's a metal. <laughs> but for now, I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly.